What's up, everyone? Tara Roberts here with Fantasy Pros, and we are talking the 15 safest players to draft. We love taking risks in fantasy football, but sometimes having a few of those guys that you know you can rely on that are strong picks for their value can make a huge difference in your fantasy team. Before I get into my list of 15 players, if you want a chance to win a signed Christian Kirk Jacksonville Jaguars jersey courtesy of bettingpros.com, your place to start betting smarter and not harder, you need to subscribe to the Fantasy Pros YouTube channel right now. Comment below on this video and that's it. We'll be announcing the winner this week, so this is your last chance. So turn on those notifications so you can be alerted when new episodes are up and to claim your prize. Before we get started with the first player, be sure to like this video and subscribe to Fantasy Pros. Now let's go ahead and dive right in. We'll start things off at quarterback, and I've got three of the safest options that you can get outside of Patrick Mahomes, who is the obvious safe option. First up, Justin Herbert. Fantasy managers who drafted Justin Herbert as the third quarterback off the board in 2022 were understandably a bit disappointed. Herbert finished as QB 11 last year after finishing as QB 2 in 2021. Herbert actually had the second most attempts in the league behind only Tom Brady, but when those attempts are for just an average of 6.8 yards, all that volume doesn't really matter. But Herbert's struggles were very understandable. Herbert lost his top weapons for significant portions of the season, and although Herbert didn't miss time, he dealt with a rib injury that he struggled to play through and hurt his mobility. Herbert is healthy now, and the Chargers drafted Quentin Johnson to help strengthen their receiving core. So why is Herbert one of the safest players to draft in 2023? Well, because he's got an ADP of QB7, and you can draft him in the fifth round. That is a huge discount and low risk if his worst-case scenario is a floor of QB11. Next up, Kirk Cousins. If there's one low-end quarterback one, high-end quarterback two that you can draft and be very assured he'll finish around his ADP, it's Kirk Cousins. Cousins finished as QB7 overall last year, averaging 18 fantasy points per game. An average that puts him at QB11 in quarterbacks that regularly start. Despite having the overall wide receiver one, Cousins lacks the upside to finish as a top five quarterback, but he's an extremely stable option in a high volume offense. And aside from one or two bad weeks, he's typically got a very stable floor. Minnesota's coaching staff and philosophy remains the same in 2023. Their defense made some minor improvements, but the Vikings will still likely have to push volume to compensate for poor defensive play. Cousins is a very safe option at QB 13. He's one of the best options to pair with a riskier, high upside option at quarterback. Finally, at quarterback, we will talk about Joe Burrow. Yes, Joe Burrow suffered a calf injury, but we've got plenty of time for him to be able to recover. Assuming that we see no setbacks over the next couple of weeks, Joe Burrow remains one of the safer options at quarterback. Burrow does have a bit of rushing upside, but not to the level of Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson, so that does make it difficult for him to grab that overall QB1 upside. But other than Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, there's not a more locked-in option for a top-five quarterback. To keep it short and sweet, it's really tough to fail at quarterback with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Moving on to running backs, oddly enough, the first round running backs all have some inherent risk attached to them, whether it's injury, new offense, or contract issues. So let's just start with the second round running back options and beyond and start off with Nick Chubb. 
Nick Chubb finished as RB6 in PPR, averaging over 16 fantasy points per game. But some fantasy managers are absolutely terrified to draft him. I get it. The overall season was fantastic. But it took a nosedive with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. When Watson returned, Chubb had zero rushing touchdowns. And neither did Kareem Hunt. That is, in fact, terrifying. But here's the thing. Even the worst rushing offense isn't going to have that level of production. Watson and the Browns offense as a whole just had a hard time adjusting to the midseason switch. With a full normal offseason and plenty of time to make the offense mesh as a whole, Chubb will bounce back to a more typical production with Watson. And Chubb could see additional work as well as the Browns moved on from Kareem Hunt. Looking down the line at other running backs being drafted after Chubb, it's a long list of volume, regression, and committee concerns. Chubb is a safe option for drafters that are worried about taking a swing at some of the more riskier options. The next safest option at running back is Najee Harris. Fantasy managers might be a bit fatigued on Najee Harris after an underwhelming 2022, but Harris is still one of the safest players to draft in 2023. Coming off a year where he finished as RB14, Harris is being drafted as RB13 and is very ADP appropriate as an RB1. Harris spent a significant portion of the season playing through a list freak injury, and it showed. Harris averaged an ugly 10.9 fantasy points per game in PPR weeks 1 through 8, but after the Steelers' bye week, he averaged just over 15 fantasy points per game, very solid and very worthy of being your RB1. Harris's 2022 was just a rough combination of being injured, having a rookie quarterback, and being overdrafted when there was a clear regression coming for his receptions. But his ADP is back on track, and you can't ask for a safer option at RB1. Jalen Warren is a fine handcuff, and he'll see some time on the field, but he isn't really a threat to take away the bulk of the work from Harris. Given the Steelers' offense, Harris doesn't actually have the high ceiling of players being drafted around him like Tony Pollard or Jameer Gibbs, but he is safe, and sometimes that is exactly what you're looking for. Another safe option at running back is Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is what I like to consider the last call for safe early round running backs. The Panthers weren't exactly a thriving offense in 2022. Their passing game was awful, but contrary to popular belief, the run game was pretty good. They were slightly above average in yards per attempt, yards per game, and rushing touchdowns. It's just hard for you to notice it because the Panthers ran a committee with Donta Foreman, Chuba Hubbard, and occasionally Raheem Blackshear after trading Christian McCaffrey. But the Panthers have been very vocal that Miles Sanders is their lead back, and he'll be used as a three-down back. They'll likely continue to lean on the ground game as rookie quarterback Bryce Young gets acclimated to the NFL. Sanders has shown that he can handle volume, and if he can see just a slight uptick in receiving work, he could be the safest running back to draft at value. And finally, at running back, we will round things out with Aaron Jones. Let's get this out the way. Aaron Jones is a clear committee back. There is no way around that. He is never and will never be a high volume back. And we've seen a clear tilt in goal line work leaning towards A.J. Dillon, which is kind of taken away at that top three upside that he previously had. So why is he a safe option at running back? Well, despite all of that, the last time that Jones finished outside of the top 10 in PPR at running back was 2018. 
That is one of the more impressive, consistent runs of success at running back in the league. And because everyone is fully aware that he's a committee back and skepticism due to his age, Jones is a very ADP-appropriate safe option at RB16. Changes in quarterback do occasionally mean changes in usage at running back, but receptions at running back has been a staple within Matt LaFleur's offense, and Jones' role should remain unchanged. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Moving on to wide receivers, technically speaking – Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are the safest options to draft, but at this point, I think we all agree, so let's just start further down the list. First up, Stefan Diggs. Since arriving in Buffalo, Stefan Diggs has been a top 10 receiver with no real flaws in his game, no true competition for targets, and attached to one of the league's best quarterbacks. He's had over 150 targets each year at Buffalo a minimum of 1,200 receiving yards, and at least eight touchdowns. Very consistent. And 2022 was actually shaping up to be one of his best years of his career. Before Josh Allen injured his elbow in Week 9, Diggs averaged 24.8 fantasy points per game Weeks 1 through 8, higher than Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. Diggs' production does ebb and flow with Josh Allen more than other top receivers who tend to be more independent of their quarterback play. But if you can't grab one of those top options, Diggs is a very safe investment as your wide receiver one. Our second safest option at wide receiver is A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's years in Tennessee were impressive but shaky, but in Philadelphia, Brown found consistency and volume in Jalen Hurts and finished as wide receiver six with nearly 1,500 yards and 11 touchdowns. It might be tough to wrap your mind around Brown as a safe picket receiver because of his history in Tennessee, but what makes Brown such a safe option in 2023 is the way that he produced in 2022. Extremely balanced. If Brown had a game without a touchdown, it was okay because his targets were going to be high. If Brown had a game where his receptions dipped, his yardage made up for it. Brown is simply one of those players that the Eagles find a way to get involved in the game. His wide receiver 8 ADP is very reasonable, and if you can't grab one of the top five guys, Brown is an excellent safe consolation prize. Next up, Amon Ra St. Brown. Let's talk about another one of the high-end safe options at receiver, Amon Ra St. Brown. 
St. Brown should reap the benefits of being Jared Goff's favorite target yet again in 2023. Some fantasy managers were skeptical last year that his 2021 season was a fluke, but St. Brown proved he's got that league-winning upside and finished his wide receiver seven. Brown was top 10 in targets and in an offense that was third in total yards. The Lions did make some investments on defense. They drafted Jameer Gibbs as well and Sam Laporta, and they will also eventually see a healthy Jamison Williams likely step into the wide receiver two role. All of that does more than likely keep St. Brown from having that true top five upside, but he's a very stable option and the Lions should continue to push high volume. St. Brown is a very low risk option as your wide receiver one. Another very safe option is DJ Moore. DJ Moore is definitely not the flashiest option at wide receiver. And while the Bears are increasing pass volume, they're still going to be a run-heavy offense. So it's unlikely that Moore will see a massive increase in production. But you earn the title of being one of the safest players to draft when you manage to finish in the top 24 every single season of your career outside of your rookie season, despite having one of the league's worst quarterback situations throughout your entire career. It might feel a little bit risky drafting more and crossing your fingers that Fields is going to make that leap as a passer when Chicago literally had the worst passing offense in 2022, with nearly 800 less passing yards than Carolina had. But trust in Morris' talent and draft him at a very reasonable wide receiver 22 ADP. Our next safest option at receiver is Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson at an ADP of wide receiver 31 is truly one of the safest picks that you can make in your fantasy draft. I know he was incredibly frustrating in 2022. He saw a dip in production on literally every metric, but that's not shocking considering that he had to deal with a rookie quarterback with a lot of growing pains. But the big issues was zero touchdowns. Statistically, it is very unlikely that that happens again. Johnson will see positive regression and improve on his 2022 performance. And here is the beauty of it. With all of those 2022 struggles, he finished his wide receiver 30. His current ADP is essentially his worst case scenario for low risk, low investment, high upside, very safe combination. And finally, our last receiving option is Christian Watson. This might seem counterintuitive because He was a huge boom player in 2022 and will have a new untested quarterback this season. But Christian Watson is actually one of the safer picks at wide receiver. Watson is clearly going to be a wide receiver one for his team, going as wide receiver 23 in ADP. And when you look at ADP, Watson is actually the last alpha receiver available before you dive into the 1A, 1B tier like Jerry Judy, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, and so on. The nature of Watson's production makes him seem like a boom-bust player, and technically he is, but he should still have a very solid floor with his best competition being Romeo Dobbs. While it's possible that rookie Jaden Reed can make an impact, Watson's role as the primary target is very solidified. With Watson, you are drafting a mid-round wide receiver who will be on the field upwards of 80% of snaps, the first look in his offense, and has the capability to provide league-winning weeks. We'll finish out at tight end. Travis Kelsey is definitely the safest option for you to draft at tight end, 
But depending on where you pick in round one, he might not even be an option for you. So let's talk about two of the other safest options to draft at tight end. First up, TJ Hawkinson. In Detroit, TJ Hawkinson was a high upside but low consistency option. One game could be 11 targets, the next could be two targets. It was a struggle that always made you feel somewhat uncomfortable with Hawkinson as a top tight end. But tight end targets has been very stable within Kevin O'Connell's offense, and that is where we finally saw TJ Hawkinson thrive. Excluding the Vikings' final game where the starters didn't complete the game, Hawkinson was tight end two over that time period with the Vikings, averaging nine targets per game, the same as Travis Kelsey. Unlike Kelsey, Hawkinson is clearly not the first look in the Vikings' offense, but we touched on this when talking about Kirk Cousins. This is a high volume offense that has to push the pass, and that's not changing. Some fantasy managers might fear the addition of Jordan Addison, but the tight end's targets should remain stable. Hawkinson isn't cheap, but he is a high upside, low volatility option. Our final safest player to draft is Dallas Goddard. The bar for consistency at tight end is incredibly low. It might shock you to know that Dallas Goddard is actually one of the most consistent, safest fantasy options at tight end. It's tough to be the safest option when you are the third receiving option in a run-heavy offense with a running quarterback, but somehow, someway, Dallas Goddard perseveres. The only downside with Goddard is that he does come with some injury risk. He played 12 games last season, 15 in 2021, and 11 in 2020, but He has consistently averaged double-digit fantasy points in PPR for the past three seasons, and he comes at a very reasonable ADP. And in the grand scheme of the tight end landscape, that is a luxury. Draft him at value. Enjoy those 11.8 fantasy points per game and stream if there's an injury. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros.